ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a special edition of Somos Moss. This is our WrestleCast. Uh, joining me tonight, we have Earl Nieto, and of course, my name is Seth Bidoff. And uh, I promised Earl we were going to do some WrestleMania talk. Earl is going to be out of town this weekend for WrestleMania uh, taking place over at uh, what's it, at Jerry World over in Dallas. Um, so, I mean, Earl, I mean, let's let's just get right into it. I mean, you are obviously a big WWE fan. You and I have have talked WWE before. We've tried to get Jacob to to watch a little bit of it. Um, you know, I grew up, you can't even, you can't convince old people to, to, you can't teach old dogs, new tricks. (laughs) No, you certainly can't. And, you know, I'm, I'm older than Jacob, obviously, but you know, I grew up in WCW country. And so, you know, I was always aware of, you know, the Monday night wars and all that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, so yeah, WrestleMania this weekend is, you know, I know I'm fairly certain this isn't your first pay-per-view, correct? No. So this will actually be. My 10th WrestleMania. 10th WrestleMania. Okay. And this one is uh, yeah. 52? I'm trying to make uh, WrestleMania 38. 38. Oh, 38. Okay. Why yeah. did I think it was like 52? I have no idea. Right. Um, But yeah, so I actually first went to WrestleMania. Crap. I'm as old as WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I actually first went to WrestleMania in, God, I think it was my junior year of high school, I believe. Um, it was WrestleMania 28? No. It was in, in Atlanta, so whichever one that was. No, it was in Orlando. So that was my junior year high school in Orlando, uh, WrestleMania 26 or something like that. No, 25 was Texas, 26 was Arizona, so 24. So WrestleMania 24, I was in Atlanta when Edge faced Undertaker in the main event. Um, Undertaker wasn't allowed to use Hell's Gate, which whoever doesn't know that, um, I don't know how many people we still have on here. Um, Hell's Gate is the Undertaker who is getting inducted into the Hall of Fame very well-deserved this weekend, which I will be there. Um, That's actually one of my highlights this weekend. Not only am I going to be hanging out at WrestleMania, um, we have a full wrestling plan weekend. So we're driving, driving to Lubbock on Thursday to go watch some indie wrestling because every wrestling counts. Um... And then Friday morning, we're getting up and driving to Dallas. We have Friday night SmackDown, the Hall of Fame. And then Saturday, we have WrestleMania night one, Sunday, WrestleMania night two, Monday, the uh, Monday after Raw or the Raw after the Raw after WrestleMania, which is usually all the returns and the, the big show to go to, one of the big shows to go to. Um, but yeah, so. My first one was WrestleMania 24 in Orlando, where that was exciting, just because I wasn't sure. I had stopped watching wrestling for a couple of years, so I wasn't sure what I was getting into again. Um, I was watching my watching went with my brother, and then I was hooked all over again. And then year after year, I skipped a couple of years, so I skipped one of the New York ones. I skipped. That's it. Just the New York one. And then I went to different. I, I love it. You get to travel all over the country. Um, if you're lucky and you fly to different places and you don't drive, you are more than likely to encounter one of the wrestlers, if not all the wrestlers, at the airport at 5 in the morning. Um, a note to any fan that is a fan and wants to try to get an autograph at 5 in the morning at an airport. Don't do it. <laughs> it's not a pretty sight. I'm going to tell you now. Yeah, I can't imagine that too many uh, celebrities want to uh, be asked for autographs at 5 a.m. So, um, you know, so let, let's talk a little bit, a little WrestleMania here. Um, you know, I've never been to a WrestleMania match. Like I said, I grew up in WCW country. You know, I was actually, I actually met Cody Rhodes, Dustin Runnels. You know, you know uh, I met, um, uh, Dusty Rhodes, you know, I, 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 because they were friends with my stepbrothers. 
so I've I've met them. I you know I've met a couple of different wrestlers like Stone Cold Steve Austin used to work out at a gym in Douglasville. So like my parents met him, um, and so you know for me like it's you know watching it now, it's a bit of a throwback to you know when I was staying up late on, on Monday nights watching the kids or you know trying to find like the scramble pay per view channel you know watch it that way and but now obviously it's on Peacock. It's a premium live event or whatever, um, and so you know because of the, the peacock subscription I have, I can watch all of the, all of them. And so I remember, you know, we talked last year, WrestleMania first time back live. I think two years, I think it was there Raymond James stadium down in Tampa Bay two night event. Now correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the first time that WrestleMania had been, had been a two night event. No, that was actually the okay. second time. So this will be the third year doing two nights, ev- two night events. Um, the first two night event was two years ago, and they were. Wasn't it in like in Dubai Raymond. or something? No, so WrestleMania was actually in the Performance Center okay. because of COVID. It was in the peak of COVID. So they're in the Performance Center, and they had two night event um, only to try to get viewers to watch, and they tried to hype it up a whole lot. And then obviously last year, um raymond j stadium they decided to continue the two night event which i personally love because you're getting two nights for the price of one um and it was just incredible to see the because they were capped at twenty five thousand because florida was still covid stricken for sure Mm -hmm. um so they're capped at twenty five thousand, but the fact that twenty five thousand people showed up to what most people would say is fake wrestling um, and just enjoy it. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing is to have the time of your life to enjoy it. It's for most people, a once in a lifetime thing. You usually don't go back to a WrestleMania. Um, yeah. You usually don't go back to a WrestleMania. Usually you go to one and you're done and you enjoyed it and that's it. But the fact that, 25,000 people showed up to that and it started off rough anyways, because so I remember it, it was you, you got to your seat, whatever. And there were pretty dark clouds overhead. So it was already kind of questionable if it was going to continue, if it was going to go on. Um, Vince McMahon came out and said, welcome to WrestleMania, did his whole spiel about WrestleMania and how the fans are incredible he and the entire locker room went back into the locker room and then the PA came on and said, Hey, if you're on the floor, if you have a floor seat, go seek shelter because we're now on a rain delay and lightning strikes are striking too close. Um, let's give it 25 to 30 minutes. So WrestleMania started late last year because of that. Um, but yeah, and it's just been, it's, it's a it's a treat to go to. It's enjoyable. It's something fun. Um, it's so it's it's weird to say because it's almost like United, where it's a whole group of people together for one reason. So now you have twenty five thousand people. So last year, for example, you have twenty five thousand people getting together for two reasons: one, to celebrate the end of some kind of crazy pandemic we were in and two to enjoy wrestling. Uh, this year there'll be over a hundred thousand people because that's what Dallas stadium or that's what AT&T stadium does in Jerry world. Um, last time they held it in, in Dallas WrestleMania 30, maybe 29. Um, they had 101,000 or something like that. Um, so yeah, so this year will be hundred thousand plus people gathering for the end of COVID, and the the love of a sport that some people don't think is real. Yeah, it's. I, I think I think in this day and age that most people understand that it's more entertainment than actual sport. Now that's mm. not to say that that the that the guys that the, the men and women that do this aren't athletic as hell like you look at the shape that they have to be and you look at the things they put their body through you know these guys they are as much as as it is a stage 
and it's a it's a production like they are out there performing night in and night out putting their bodies on the line you know, obviously you know we know the history we know that guys have gotten seriously injured or or, or have died performing recently yeah. recently just yeah. recently there's a star um big e who was gonna take a normal suplex like everyone else does a belly to belly suplex and there wasn't enough force for the actual suplex itself and he wound up landing on his neck and breaking his c2 and his c4 or fraction of c2 and his c4 and his vertebrae mm-hmm. i mean it's almost as real as you can possibly make it. I mean, jumping yeah. off of ladders, 20-foot ladders, jumping off 20-foot hell-in-the-cells or cells because people don't know what a hell-in-the-cell is. Um, jumping off a 20-foot cell for glory, I guess you would call it. I mean, you can't fake that. Right. You can land right, but it still hurts. Trust me, I could jump off my roof, and I'm going to tell you now it's going to hurt. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, and and guys like me, and I think you're old enough. You remember like Undertaker, Mankind, Hell in a Cell. You remember mm-hmm. the TLC matches. You, you the Extreme Rules, like the Hardy Boys, and Edge and Christian. Like we remember and stuff like that, and the Dudleys, and and yeah, and you know, it, it goes back. And so you do have to respect, you know, what they do and what they put their bodies through. You know, and guys like uh like edge have talked about the toll that it takes on their body and the and the surgeries they go through sean michaels has talked about it um you know that you're going to bed we've seen guys like ddp come out and you know talk about the 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 pain that his body has gone through and how he got you know doing yoga and rejuvenating his body and so yeah you know while it is entertainment and we give it a lot of crap from time to time we talked about elimination chamber and some of the stuff that we saw but you still have to admit that, you know, these guys, they, they put on a hell of a show, you know? Um, and, and, and so, and, and talking about Elimination Chamber, that was the last major show before WrestleMania. And, you know, I'm looking at the card here for, for WrestleMania and, you know, let's kind of go through this a little bit. Obviously the big one is Brock Lesnar versus uh, Roman Reigns. Um, you and I have kind of talked about this, uh, a little bit and I, I didn't realize that, that I didn't realize that Bobby Lashley had been put into a match on the rest. Yeah. He returned card. last night. Okay. So, yeah. See, I didn't, I didn't realize that. And so we kind of talked about, you know, you know, was Bobby Lashley going to come in? You know, is it going to be an interference type deal? Are we going to see a unified champion, you know, after WrestleMania? So with the card, the way it is now, and we'll just start right at the top, you know, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, does, is there some sort of interference or do we get a universal champion at the end? We will have a universe, uh, undisputed universal champion. I can guarantee that part. Um, the fact that WWE has advertised a title unification, there will be a unified champion. Um, I... I will totally mark out um, for Jacob in the chat who doesn't know what mark means. It means freak. I mean, just totally fanboy out on it. Um, And there's been some kind of rumblings going around that The Rock is in Hawaii, which makes it easier for him to fly into Dallas. Um, Because if he flies out of Florida, there's going to be a whole bunch of chaos because people are going to know he's going to Dallas. It's going to just spoil the surprise. So I have a feeling just from what I've read that the rock will show up and a either cost Brock Lesnar the match and fall in line with the tribal chief in the bloodline or B uh, I think we have a troll in the chat (laughs) or B he Screws Roman Reigns over and sets up a WrestleMania match for next year. Okay, I, I mean, that, that's interesting. You know, I and so that brings up a question. And so I know years ago I used to, be able to go online and you could find the results of the matches beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, like is that still the case? Can you like are the results still still posted ahead of time? Like, I, like uh, certain reporters or websites would would leak them. No, they've gotten pretty good at holding back on the leaks. Um. 
I haven't seen any leaks in maybe a year, a okay. year and a half now. Um, but yeah, they've gotten really, really good at keeping it top secret. I mean, there's only, especially like a WrestleMania, a WrestleMania event. Um, <laughs> especially like a WrestleMania event where it's such a huge input in a whole year into it mm-hmm. that I highly doubt anyone but Vince McMahon, Triple H, John Laurinaitis, maybe just those three know the actual outcomes and maybe Shane McMahon because he's part of the family. Um, maybe those three or four are the only ones that actually know the storyline and the storyline outcome. So I know that back in the day, guys like Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff used to be majorly involved. Um, and there were some matches where the wrestlers didn't even find out like what the outcome was going to be until like, as they were walking out and mm-hmm. they'd have to, you know, they'd have to choreograph the, the finishing, you know, and obviously Bischoff is no longer involved in WWE. You know, Paul Heyman is still very visible. Um, yeah. You know, do you think he's still involved in that? Is it, I mean, it, I don't know. Is he still involved in that side of it or is he just, so yeah. So Paul Heyman is still a producer. Okay. Um, he produces all of Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley's matches. Um, so and and Paul uh Seth Rollins. So the four top names in WWE get the top producers, which is Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Um Paul Heyman is some he's a creative mastermind. Um I love Paul Heyman to death. Um I didn't like him with Brock Lesnar, but I love him in his role right now as the wise man to to Roman Reigns. Um, Eric Bischoff is still in WWE as well. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. I knew he was, I knew he had the, he has his podcast. Um, yeah, he days doesn't, yeah, he doesn't have like a producing role, but he does have a creative, say a creative uh, input okay. when it comes to new storylines and stuff like that. And he, he's working pretty much in Vince McMahon's office, giving him ideas on what, future storylines to work or future concept matches to make up and come up with that. Okay. I didn't even realize he was still with WWE. Like I thought that he had left a long time ago. So yeah, no. So if you see them on TV, like even if they make like a cameo appearance, a cameo appearance here and there, they're Mm -hmm. still involved with WWE. Okay. It's when you don't see them on TV or when you don't hear about them is when you know that they've, actually fallen off oh, okay now, i know like paul Heyman for years you know he he really rose uh he really brought up his stature you know with with ecw and so you know i i loved watching ecw like it, it was at the time like it was a, to me it was a lot more entertaining than what was out there now and and mm-hmm. honestly i kind of feel like during the whole attitude era you know with monday night wars and all that kind of stuff ecw to me like was the best product out there and you don't really see as much of the hardcore type stuff now. I mean, yes, you have Elimination Chamber, you, but it's not it doesn't seem to be as prevalent now. Um, so they've I, went, they've taken a different route, especially with Vince McMahon's wife being a politician. Mm-hmm. Um, they've taken a more family route where it's more PG. So you won't see as much blood. You won't see as much gore. You won't see as many people being thrown off. Um, and I'm going to watch how I say this one. Uh, you won't see as many people being thrown off buildings or structures. Um, and I said that because last year we did what, or year before last, we did watch Baron Corbin throw Rey Mysterio off of a building. Yeah. Okay. And the reason that I brought that up is kind of, is because there's a match on the May on, on the Sunday card. And I just, I have to ask it's an anything goes match. Between Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. Now, number one, Johnny Knoxville is like 50. And he's been doing jackass for like three decades now. And you know, I, I gave a lot of credit to the Bad Bunny match last year, which I thought was fantastic. I thought Bad Bunny came in, did a fantastic job. They sold that match. It played really well. 
what the fuck is Johnny Knoxville doing at WrestleMania? And is this just like a gimmick to help promote Jackass forever? So yeah, that's exactly what it was, was a gimmick to promote Jackass. Um, Me being the wrestling fan, I mean, I grew up with different big names being in WWE. Mike Mm -hmm. Tyson, um, Barry Bond, was it Barry Bonds? I don't think Barry Bonds had anything to do with it. No, it was, uh, oh, the guy that got tombstone by Kane every freaking week. Uh, he, he was the host of The Price is Right. Oh, Bob Barker? No. Or Drew, Drew Carey? Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Okay. So we've seen Mike Tyson, Drew Carey. Um, and just throughout the years, we've seen different big names come through. Um, uh, we saw Kevin Federline come through one year. We saw one year they had a special ge- uh, general manager every different or different week. So they had different people like Kevin Costner and just different. So they've always had the star aspect of it all. But the fact that they took spots away from athletes like Finn Balor. Athletes like Ricochet. Damian Priest, who's worked his freaking ass off this year. Um, They've took spots away from those three. And those are just naming three of them. And giving them to stars like Johnny Knoxville, um, another B-list actor who turned boxer who is doing it for the money, um, which we'll talk about here soon. Um, it bugs me, and it, uh, it annoys the crap out of me because as a wrestling fan, I'm not going to watch Jackass. I'm not I can care less about Johnny Knoxville or Logan Paul. <laughs> I can really care less about those two. Now Bad yeah. Bunny was a different thing because he was there pre-Royal Rumble, at the Royal Rumble, at Elimination Chamber, and then at WrestleMania. So he did the whole tour. He didn't just show up and say, Hey, you want a match? Let's do it. So yeah, so I'm I'm actually kind of annoyed by Johnny Knoxville just because of the fact that he's taking away a spot from athletes that work their freaking ass off all year to get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're looking at two different champions right now or one champion and one that just lost a championship not on a WrestleMania match. Yeah, it's just, you know, you talked about, you know, Mike Tyson coming back in. Obviously, you know, he was in DX. And I, and I was scrolling through TikTok earlier, and I saw, you know, where he uh, helped Steve Austin beat uh, mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels for the for the title years ago. Um, but, yeah, you know, pop culture has for, has for a long time crossed over in, with wrestling. You know, you go even as far back as, like, the, I mean, you could say Andy Kaufman, you know, back with Jerry, Jerry Lawler. And then, you know, Miss Elizabeth, Miss Elizabeth. And then, yeah, you've got, you know, guys like, uh, Dennis Rodman and Carl mm-hmm. Malone and, you know, um, what's his name? Uh, da- David Arquette, you know, like, so for a long time, wrestling and, and pop Who, culture, by the way, David Arquette was the worst WCW champion ever. Probably. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, so yeah, but I get it, and, and and to me, like seeing Johnny Knoxville on the card, it's just like it's dumb. Like it, it makes sense yeah. that it's an anything goes match, but I don't expect anything to come of this. I expect you know Johnny Knoxville is going to get his ass kicked eventually, unless like Steve O runs the guy over with a zamboni or something. But I mean, Steve O's so, living the straight unfortunately, Sammy Zayn's like a uh, he's like a jobber, is what they call okay. him. Yeah. Um, and I would not be surprised to see Sammy, Sammy Zayn get his ass kicked, um, because they do like to put over the stars, especially during WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, yeah. And, and man, they do that pretty much every big show. They, they try to put someone over or, you know, at least when they were building those storylines for the next year, you know, they try to, they try to do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, so I don't really know where you want to go with this. I, I you know, I'm looking at the card. I see that there's 
three titles matches each night. Um, we've already kind of mentioned, you know, Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Um, I see that, that Seth Rollins's opponent is going to be announced on Saturday night, apparently. Um, yeah. So that one, um, I think I know who's going to be his appoint- opponent. And I, I couldn't be more excited about it, actually. Um, so the guy who's rumored, and it's only a rumor, to face Cody Ro- or Seth Rollins at WrestleMania is the guy that left WWE to go start up WWE's oppo- or com- competition AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody Rhodes. I've seen some things around social media kind of saying that he was coming back to WWE. Like, would this make an appropriate return for him? Yeah, because it it'd be a him facing a big name, which is what he wants. He wants to face the big name people, and that's why he left WWE in the first place because he was being packaged as Stardust. Mm-hmm. Which, for most of you who don't know, um, Stardust is Cody Rhodes. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Um, painted in black like Gold Dust, who's his real life brother, mm-hmm. with a silver star on his face. Um, under the name of Stardust, who is Gold Dust, pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, so I I like the idea. I love the I I love the idea. Um, I wish that they would have hyped him a little more and actually had him show up on Raw and actually call out Cody or Seth Rollins. Um, but the way that they had Seth Rollins build up to the match and build up and just promo every week including this past week where he they they did a video clip of him at the WWE headquarters and having to wait his turn and do all that fun stuff with Vince McMahon I love it I love it if you're a fan of the entertainment aspect of it there it is because that's that's all entertainment right there that's one person knowing how to talk on a mic and how to sell the crowd into something that he that he loves to do. All right. So yeah, where do you want to go with this? Do you want to talk? Are there any of these like are there any matches that, that outside of the, the the championship matches that stand out to you? Do you want to just talk about the championship matches? We can just talk about championship matches really. All right. Uh, let's, let's start Saturday night then. Uh, Becky Lynch defending the WWE Raw Women's Championship against Bianca Belair. Bianca, obviously, we saw last year WrestleMania main event uh, put on a hell of a match. Um, she was part of the Elimination Chamber. I think she won it, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so she she won the Elimination Chamber six, eight weeks ago, whenever it was. Um, so what's the draw in this match, and what do you think the outcome is going to be? So the draw in this match, and it's something that has forever been looked down on, is women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Women's wrestling is a thousand times better than what it used to be, and a million times more than what it used to be in the Attitude Era. In the Attitude Era, you grew up with Braun Panty matches where it was just a gimmick. Women were just a gimmick in the, in the Attitude Era. Because that's exactly what it was. Was it trying to be risky and try to be showsy and all this other stuff. Um, to where now they're showing that, hey, look, women are more than just bra and panty matches. Which I'm not complaining about, by the way. Um, and now they're showing that women are actually, actually have talent. Talent, women like Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair. Those two right there are phenomenal they're incredible athletes <sighs> jacob go to sleep they're phenomenal athletes that just love to put on a show yeah you talk about the the evolution of, of women's wrestling like i remember even like when i was a teenager seeing like may young and the fabulous mula still coming out and like sable and china and you know, and don't get me wrong. Sable was a draw for a very specific reason, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I felt like I felt like continuing to bring back you know, 
female wrestlers such as Mae Young and Mula was just like kind of a slap in the face. You know, like it wasn't really doing anything to advance women in wrestling. And you had, you know, Stephanie McMahon would get involved every now and then. And like I said, you know, Sable, Trish Stratus and, and other names like that that came in and they were sex cells, you know. Mm-hmm. But watching the physicality and the ability of like Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, like it's incredible to watch. Like I think they, you know, I think they performed just as well, if not better, than a lot of the the male matches I've seen recently. Yeah, and I one hundred percent agree. There are some matches, so like, and I'm just gonna name a few women wrestlers: Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks, and Rhea Ripley. So those six right there, you put them in a match, I will watch them over any Rey Mysterio match, any over any Miz match, or any John Cena match, because that's how much effort they're putting into it to show that they're worth what they're putting out. Um... Just the work that they put in is incredible because they have to, and it's sad to say it, they have to take it that much step higher in order to compete with the, with men's wrestling. Yeah, you mentioned the Mysterios. I see they're on the car and like, I'm going, man, great Mysterio's got to be getting old. He's 47, but, and he's always been fun to watch. But yeah, like it's, you know, we've talked about it in the past. Like some of these women's matches have just like, outperformed all expectations and yeah. the one you know bianca and who i forget who did she face off against at wrestlemania last year was it sasha banks it was, it was banks bel-air and yeah, it was just a banks. phenomenal match you know yeah. and it really was and i think that i feel like becky lynch and bianca bel-air like being the opener is kind of a disservice like i yeah. feel like that should be more of the main event um, or a co-main, because you look at the main event, Charlotte Fair versus Ronda Rousey, two more names you just brought up. And that's uh, more than likely not even the main event. You don't think so? No. I'm pretty sure Saturday night closing will be the KO show with Kevin Owens and Stone Cold. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I was like, I'm, I don't even see that on the on the card here, so I was. That's why I'm. Yeah, because that's not a match. Okay, that's just a talk. It's just a promo, a promo shoot. Um, but the way I see that going down is one of the two ending up with a stunner, mm-hmm. and beer being poured down their back. Yeah, you know it's stone cold, so you know it's yeah makes sense. Um. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, looking at the other matches, the other championship matches for tonight, the Usos against Shins- Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick uh, Rick Boogs. Do I have that right? Yeah, that's okay. Rick Boogs. Yeah. Okay, Rick Boogs. Exactly I don't even account. know. Don't even know who that guy is. But so um, Rick Boogs is some random guy that just like appeared out of nowhere. Okay. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura though he is phenomenal. Um, he's the one that, for those of you that actually watched the soccer version of this podcast a couple weeks back, I was happily on my office chair jumping around to Shinsuke Nakamura's song. Um, he's the one that he's entertaining. That's all he is. He's a Japanese star, um, and just super, super talented, entertaining. All right, uh, who walks away the title from that one? Usos or uh, Usos? Usos? Usos. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. I mean, I could see that. I don't see them giving away the the tag title to a guy who won the twenty four seven championship a couple times. I just looked at Rick Boogs. Uh, Apparently, he was Johnny Average. Yeah, and won the twenty four seven title, which apparently Mick Foley won back the other day in a TikTok. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, then lost it again to to Dana Brooks. Yeah, always fun to see Mick Foley. He's a super nice guy, apparently. Well, no, actually, actually, I take that back. Mick Foley beat a fan for their replica belt, thinking that it was the real one when it actually wasn't. Um, 
which I've always said it, and I will continue saying it. If you take a championship belt, a replica championship belt, to a live event, you should be subject to have to defend it that night. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I think that would be a lot of fun. But uh, you know, you should be subject to have to defend it. Yeah, it, Mick Foley, one of my probably my favorite wrestler of all time. Like he's just you know everything he did in the ring, you know, from his different personas and just the effort that he put in, like, it's just so much fun to see what he does now with the celebrity. And, you know, he, mm-hmm. he's an author and he does so much others like fantastic. See, my, I cannot pick one favorite wrestler. Mm-hmm. I can't because you have different generational talent. I mean, you have, I mean, the nineties, you have Hulk Hogan. Yeah. The two thousands, you have the rock. Triple H, Stone Cold, The Undertaker. 2010s, you have John Cena, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio. 2020s, you have Damian Priest, uh, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar. I mean, you can go on forever. So I can't put a favorite wrestler, and I left one out. Um, and he is right here on my shoulder. He is the captain of this <laughs> team right here. Yeah. I can't I can't figure out this. Which fingers yeah, which? This one. There we go. There we go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just so the rock. I mean, he's he's once in a lifetime talent where he spanned through twenty years. He's yeah. won every championship. He is a third generational superstar who, once again, worked his ass off to get to where he's at right now. And, and there are so many other guys that you didn't mention, you know, even going back, you know, farther to you know, to my era, you know, Ultimate Warrior, Psychosis, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, you know, the, the exactly. Four Horsemen, uh, Sting. Uh, I mean, yeah. there's just so many names. And there's even more, you know, more recent ones that you didn't mention. Like, I mean, I would throw AJ Styles in there, Edge, Christian Hardy mm-hmm. Boys, the Dudleys, you know, they're just, you know, Sabu, there's just so many guys that you could throw in and would just put on an amazing show. Like, and it's, yeah, it's really hard to, to pick out a favorite, like you said. Um, so yeah, we mentioned, we talked, we mentioned Charlotte Ferry versus Ronda Rousey. We didn't talk about the match itself. Ronda Rousey obviously showed up again recently in WWE, uh, it's thrown into the WWE SmackDown women's championship. Charlotte Flair is, uh, defending, um, Ronda Rousey, obviously, you know, WWE fan, WWE fame, UFC fame. People know the name. She's obviously going to be a draw for this, for this show. Um, see, I'm actually okay with her. I'm okay with her being on the card. Okay. Because she's not the UFC champion. She's not the Hollywood A-lister. I mean, yeah, she's in movies. Yeah, she's on TV shows. Yeah, she's UFC Hall of Famer. Whatever all those accolades are. But she is a current active WWE superstar. Mm-hmm. She was in WWE last year. She was in. She's in WWE this year. She made her return at the Royal Rumble after taking a couple months off to go start a family. So I'm okay with her being on the card. Um... I seriously think Ronda Rousey wins it all, though. Okay, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, I know both they're both big names uh, in WWE mm-hmm. right now. Um, all right, so looking at Sunday, uh, two more matches to talk about. Queen. So this next one here, WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Now I don't I don't know all of these names, so you have to help me out here. Queen Zelina and Carmelia, who are the champions versus Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Um, seems like it's so, going to be a fun match. I know Rhea Ripley. I know Sasha Banks. And I know Liv Morgan. I'm not familiar with any of the others. So Natalia is actually part of the Hart dynasty, Hart family. Okay. Uh, me, Owen Hart, Bret Hart, uh, the British Bulldog, Davey Hart Smith. Um, Diego, Diego, 
so happy to find out that one other person in this world watches wrestling as well <laughs> or follows wrestling um, because trust me, that is my love language. So yeah, we figured um, we'd give yeah. uh, some WrestleMania chat this week since uh, the, since the granddaddy of them all is this weekend. So yeah, and I will be there Diego. So I don't know if you're going or not. Um, I highly recommend you buy a ticket. Meet me in Dallas. Let's be in party. <laughs> um, so yeah, so like I was saying though, Natalia is it part of the Hart family? Um, everyone knows the Hart family, very well renowned. Um, Shayna Baszler, former UFC wrestler fighter, um, didn't really do much in UFC, but she is part of UFC, whatever they want to call it. Um, Queen Zelina, she's on OnlyFans. So if you're a fa- if you're on OnlyFans, I'm personally not. No. Um, my wife would not approve of that, but I'm personally not on OnlyFans. Um, but I know she's on OnlyFans. Um, that's kind of how she got famous was the OnlyFans shenanigans that she would pull there. Um, Carmella has been in WWE forever. She was partnered with R Truth for about two or three years. Um, who is one of my favorite all time wrestlers because he's funny as hell. Um, She's one of the 24-7 champions that has won the championship. Um, She recently, shameless plug, by the way, she recently started a YouTube channel with her fiancé, Corey Graves, who's an announcer. Um, And they've promised to be more provocative and daring on that channel. Um, They've promised more nudity, more more whole bunch of everything. Um, I don't know what it's called because I... I, I just haven't tuned in. Um, but I do know they have a YouTube channel there. So I'm sure if you search Carmela or Corey Graves on YouTube, you'll probably find something there. Um, which other ones didn't you know about? Uh, so I don't know who. Uh, uh, let's see. You, okay, that's it. Yeah, you mentioned Natalia, Shanna Baszler, Queen Zelina, and Carmelia. I don't know who any of those are. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the mat. Those are that's one of the matches that's just a hogwash, and they're just buying time. Okay. Um, the only one or Naomi. Yeah, Naomi. Yeah. I'm not terribly familiar with. Yeah, Naomi's. Uh, she's hard to describe. Um, not trying to be racist or anything like that, but she's one of the African American performers. Um, her gimmick right now is glow. Um, she's actually married to Jimmy Uso. Um, she's a she's very talented. I mean, don't get me wrong; she's very, very talented. Um, but she doesn't get the push that she deserves um, because she's overshadowed by everyone else. I mean, she's overshadowed by the big names of Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, who's her tag team partner. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that match is one of those matches that they're just trying to buy some time and just keep fans a little entertained for that twenty minute section. Okay. Um, and then the last one that we haven't talked about is the triple threat tag match for the WWE Raw Tag Team Raw Tag Team Championship. RK Bro, and I know these two. I know Randy Orton. I know who Riddle is because he was in the Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know who those guys are. Obviously, Randy Orton know him uh street profits i've never heard of and alpha academy i have no idea who those guys are um <laughs> any thoughts on this match here oh i uh, no i don't have any thoughts on this match other than if randy orton and riddle don't win i'm gonna be pissed i was just looking at just looking at this match here looking at the at the names of these teams like you've got two names that everyone knows. And I'm sure people who are more familiar know who the street profits are. know who alpha Academy yeah. is, but I can't see them. I can't see Randy Orton riddle losing the titles here. I just don't think they would write that in there, especially at WrestleMania. So I could, but I don't, um, because Randy Orton is such a veteran. I mean, he just resigned his contract. He's having the time of his life right now being ta- being teamed with riddle. Um, who's, one of my favorites right now. Um, freaking love Riddle. Hey, Randy. Um, but yeah, so 
I don't see RK Bro losing the titles, especially because they just won them back. Um, but I would not be surprised to see uh, the Street Profits win it. I wouldn't. Angelo Dawkins and uh, Montez Ford, they've put in their time for sure. They're long overdue some kind of championship. Um, and either one of those stars can definitely make a singles run and do do some work in the singles picture too. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I, I think that's, I think we've touched on all of the major events and I, I gotta say the edge versus AJ Styles match kind of stands out to me as one, two that I think could be interesting. Um, you know, obviously AJ Styles and edge, I think they've gone at it in the past. Um, and, you know, edge, obviously a very well-known, they're both very well-known names within the the wrestling sphere you know from across you know the different promotions and aj styles i i feel like has never really gotten as big of a push as he deserves and edge has been the top of the mountain um you know edge has been in some of the best matches of all times of all time in wwe history and so i think this is one that could be a lot of fun to watch yeah and definitely those two are definitely phenomenal athletes no pun intended um only because AJ Styles is the phenomenal one. Yeah. Um. So that match is going to be good just because any match that Edge puts on, I mean, he is talented for sure, especially in his age. He is still very talented. And AJ Styles, he's just always been good. He's good on the mic. He's good in the ring. He, he puts on a show to keep fans entertained. So, yeah, that one will be a good match. I could not even begin to call a winner on that one. All right. Do you have any other matches that, that stand out to you that you want to touch on? or? Nope. I'm just glad we didn't talk about Logan Paul. <laughs> I, I intentionally avoided that one. I didn't want to talk about that one. I mean, like, I love the Mysterios, and I think, you know, The Miz has been a personality for a long time, you know, starting back with his days on MTV. But I just I don't want to talk about Logan Paul. Like I don't care. Like him and his brother. Like I, I don't. I have no interest in them whatsoever. Like I can't wait to see uh, Jake Paul's the boxer, right? I can't wait to see him get knocked the fuck out. Like I really can't. They're so. they're both boxers, are they? Okay, yeah, I wasn't they both sure. Do boxing. Okay, yeah. I just I both can't wait to get knocked out. Yeah, yeah, they have, they absolutely do. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you know. I, you know, honestly, Earl, I'm, I'm happy we got to do this. I'm happy we got to talk some WrestleMania. Um, you know, I know Jacob would have stayed around. <laughs> he would have been reading this paper the whole time anyway. Um, but no, I mean, you know, talking to you, this is something that I've started watching a bit more. Um, you know, I, at least the, at least the premium live events, uh, just to kind of watch because there's, they are a lot of fun to watch and they do remind me of, you know, like I said, staying up on Monday nights and, and Thursday nights and watching the, the wrestling and even Saturday morning wrestling on w, on TBS, you know, like it, it just, it takes me back a little bit. And every now and then I see a name that I know, I'm like, okay, this is a lot of fun. But um, so yeah, I'm glad we got to do this. Um, I, you know, I hope you're going your, with your brother, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you guys are heading out of town. Be safe on your, on your drive down. I hope you have, I hope you enjoy the show. And, uh, uh, you know, like we talked about earlier in the, in the main show, we're not going to have a live show next week. Um, so yeah, like I, like I said, I, I enjoyed talking WrestleMania with you. Well, I enjoyed it a whole lot. And trust me, this is two weeks in the making. <laughs> I know. I know. We've, I, I knew it was coming. I, I knew we were going to talk about it. Um, and I knew that, you know, with, uh, David Carl coming on as a guest tonight in the main show. I knew that, you know, we were going to heavily focus on, on United mm-hmm. and, and soccer and that. See, I was and, going to ask David Carl. Um, and I put it on the Facebook post and it didn't happen. We were going to ask, I was going to ask him in their, both in their prime. Who wins? Hulk Hogan or the rock? The Rock. The Rock. And I don't mean Hollywood Hulk Hogan. I mean original red-yellow Hulk Hogan who mm-hmm. suplexed Andre the Giants in WrestleMania 3. Oh, okay. Well, if you're, if you're saying WrestleMania 3 Hogan, I don't know. I mean... My point. 
I think that I think the rock, I think even at that point, you know, Hogan, Hogan looked the role, but I feel, I still feel like the rock was a better physical specimen. Mm-hmm. And so, so to put it in context, here's, here's the two superstars I'm looking at right now. Okay. WrestleMania three Hogan versus WrestleMania 17, the rock. Okay. Hmm. I, I WrestleMania think 17 was Austin Rock 3, and I mm-hmm. think it was WrestleMania 17 was probably the best WrestleMania I've ever watched in my life. Yeah. I, I got to go Prime Rock. I just do. I, th- I think he's the better athlete than, than Prime Hogan. Hogan was a performer, yes. And, and yes, he you know he lifted Andre and he, he did that. And you know, I, to to his credit, Andre the Giant was a phenomenal athlete, you know, for a guy his size, you know. Um, and so I think Andre helped sell that quite a bit. Um, but yeah, just looking at them, I, I think Prime Rock. Yeah, that was what I was gonna ask David, but never got around to it he pretty much said he, he he opened up with i have no idea anything about wrestling so i was like yeah i can't even ask him about hulk hogan because he's not gonna know <laughs> yeah that, that would have been an interesting question for sure um but yeah like i said I pre you know i'm glad we could do this and uh and do you have any closing thoughts on on, on wrestlemania this weekend i don't i'm just excited for full capacity in texas stadium um I'll be there all weekend long, and I cannot wait. All right. Well, there you go, folks. That is our WrestleCast, our WrestleMania preview for WrestleMania 38. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll talk WrestleMania here probably in probably two weeks. Um, we'll, we'll recap that, you know, since we're going to be out of town. Uh, unless you want to do something like later next week, well, we can figure that out off air. But uh you know, guys, if you for if you stick around in the chat, Jacob has been in and out. Uh, Diego, thank you so much for hopping over and throwing some comments in there. Uh, we appreciate you hanging out for this epi- special episode. Um, it will dr- go live in the podcast feed later this week. It'll be some bonus content for you guys. Um, the, I will have the uh, episode eighty one of Somos Moss that'll drop live tomorrow morning ahead of the Oakland Roots match. So, uh, guys, thank you for hanging out. Earl, appreciate you for doing this. I know it's late for you. Um, so uh, so thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Somos Amigos. You've been listening to Somos Mas, your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United, the USL, and the New Mexico Runners. All of our shows are recorded live on Tuesday nights and are streamed on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages. An audio-only version of the show goes live later in the week on all major podcast platforms. Our show is written and produced by Seth Bidoff, Jacob Terrell, and Earl Nieto, and is edited by Seth. All episodes are recorded and edited using StreamYard and Audacity.